ladies and gentlemen. Saturday morning sports filler. Iron Woman, Candace Warner, Racing Royalty, Richard Friedman, and Armchair Expert, Brendan Anakin. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Welcome back. Well, an exciting addition today. Uh, not this man you already know him, Richard Friedman. Morning. So let's, not exciting. Let's get that, that out of the way. Good morning, right. Richard. Good morning. Okay, now. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Candice Warner away, which is sad. Oh, she's over oh, in yeah. India for uh, a couple of weeks. No. This morning of West Tiger. On the Ti- show. On the show. Right here. Right here, right now, in studio, of West Tiger's fame, of Cronulla Sharks fame, of Footy Show fame, of Amazing Race fame, it's by Ryan. Hey. hey. Good hey, morning, boys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming Pleasure. in. Yeah. Easter long weekend, too, so yeah. we appreciate your time. We're hoping for you to carry the whole show. No, no. Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm upset Candice not here. She's a big part of the show. Oh, she's, she's wonderful. doing she's really well, but it's... Uh, you know, one of the biggest weekends of the year. Great weekend of sport. Oh, my God. Uh, I've just come off the back of two days in a row at the Easter show. My condolences. <laughs> I woke up feeling hungover um, yeah. for two days with sugar chasing kids. Uh, sugar. But, but it's good. It's great to be here. My son wants to go to the Cronulla show today. Yeah. So I'm going to tell him that this dragged out for 10 hours. All right? Yeah, please. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. It's a long show. It's a long show. When you're feeling hungover, there needs to be some sort of alcohol consumption, and there just wasn't, I no, assume, at the no, Easter show. No, it was no. just sugar. Different days, too, because you've got a, a, a young yeah. girl, you've got a young boy. That's right. I've got a 10-year-old girl and a 6-year-old boy, so it's completely different Easter show. Yeah, so exactly. My son went on the Wednesday, and it was good. We went in and, you know, did the little rides, the animals. Yeah. And then when my daughter come, because she's 10 going on 28, like every other 10-year-old, took four of her, four of her friends. Uh, it was, a you know, more rides. Yeah. Walking around, I wasn't. I'm, I'm that dad that walks ten meters behind. You know, like a creep, like, yeah. a, like a psycho. <laughs> I, can, I can see that. They don't want to yeah, walk yeah. with me. They don't want to hold my hand. They don't want to no. be around. Oh, they're that age. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. So I'm ten meters behind. I've just making that for sure. most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was good. It was. It was good. I'm glad we got it out of the way because there's you know a million people go over the yeah. the two weeks, but it was it was fun and wouldn't have hurt the hip pocket. Oh yeah, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nah, look, the par- when parking's 50 bucks and, uh, you know, you get to get six tickets and everyone wants a show bag and an $8 bottle of water, it adds up. Mate, the local, I go to the Camden show. Yeah. I wanted to go with my kids for so long and I did, nowhere. Mm. Um, and my daughter is beautiful. She's just happy to be there. She doesn't want to do any of the games, any of the fanfare or anything like that. She's like, oh, I wouldn't mind doing that little fishy game, you know, where you just mm. put in a rod, get, it, get yeah. the fish out. My Can't kids win. were completely deprived of shows because you go to one show a year. I grew up going to a show every weekend. <laughs> Carney. No. no, not a Carney folk. No. <laughs> I used to ride my horses ah, at the show. <laughs> so you went to a show every weekend. Just a matter of which show was on this weekend. Mm. And after a while, that wears you down. But that's how they get you, because we went and played the fishing game, and I was like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, that'll be 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't. And what do you win? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got to go. Yeah. $20 yo She's five and she doesn't have any use. You buy eight yo-yos for $20. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I love the carnies. I can't get enough of them. I, I carny watch the whole time. Oh, That's why I don't go on too many rides. Because I don't like putting my life in a 16-year-old carny's hands. That's, you know, really? could or could be, you know, <laughs> how are you going? That's a fair life someone, decision. Someone hasn't done up a bolt tight well, enough. Well, I just or... look, I look at the carny, you know, I look, I say, how many teeth they got? I think, okay, am I going to do this? No, I, Quick might, maths. I might not go on the Gravitron. Yeah, yeah, you fair. You know what I mean? Absolutely if they can't fair. stand Gravitron, up... Gravitron, carny, they, don't mix. If right? they can't stand up straight, 
I don't think they can operate a Gravitron with my whole family tree on it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit this one out just in case they all fly out. You know what I mean? Just look at the rundown uh, Easter show uh, uh, check. Are they sponsoring us or advertising on the program? Nah, or? I've already been. Let's That's get right. into some sports. Uh, Tim Horan joining us after 11 former Wallaby, the new Wallaby squad. A new look Wallaby squad has been announced uh, with Eddie Jones, his first squad uh, since yeah. his reappointment. Yeah. No rugby league players in it, I don't think. Yet. 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 Yeah. We'll, we'll have a good chat to him. We'll ask him who he'd sign. I mean, Eddie's made, Eddie Jones, the coach, has made it pretty clear he's coming hard and mm. heavy for a lot of NRL guys. Yeah. They, they hide behind the fact that, you know, whether Cam Murray or Joey Marnie, these guys played rugby growing up. Mm. I just think they're going to try and aim for our best off-contract stars. And if they don't, they're silly. And speaking of hard and heavy, a tough time emotionally for Tigers fans. Yes. Mm. We're going to unpack that with you. Yeah. I think you're the best person to do that. Mm. A former Tiger it must be a tough... Uh, Tough time for you both, so we're going to get to... Oh, I thought you were talking about Tiger Woods. No, uh, at the Masters? At the Masters. Oh, we'll cover the Masters. What happened, what happened to Tiger? Uh, Tiger's struggling to make the cut last time I saw. I'll get the yeah, he's get an update. He's like 84 or something. No, no, he's, he's not 80. He's, he was only on the cut line. No, he's aged. He's old. He's getting no, on. He, he's tough he was him. limping on the course. I know. He was limping from hole to hole. He's saying limping for the... I, what? He's, what are you saying? He's no, faking it's... the limp? Oh, putting it on. I think the limp... <laughs> no, we'll to get it. A... Get good car- that's, that's the only thing limp on him, I think, at the moment. No. He wanted a good oh, car no. park. Yes, yes, yes. He's limp now. Yeah, know what I'm saying? He's limp right yeah. now. Later I on, he'll be rocking up. He was right there for a long time. That's the tone of the show today. Plenty of NRL action uh, the last couple of days. We'll unpack it all next. Fins up, baby. Game, set, and match. Cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Bo Ryan filling in for Candace Warner today. Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. A strange happenstance in the A League. I've never seen it before. Uh, we'll get to what's happened in the next 10 minutes. A big round of footy so far. Uh, three games so far in round six. Uh, let's unpack them. Uh, first, Thursday night, the Storm back to their scary best against the Roosters, 28 to 8. They didn't give them a chance, did they, Bo? No, and the Roosters didn't make it easy. For, I mean, the conditions were tough, but they ball control against the good teams, uh, against Melbourne. You, you turn over that much ball, they're going to make you pay. Cameron Munster is pro- put his stamp on the game. He is probably the best player in the game. 100%. Well, it's him and Latrell. They're, they're another level. Mm. Cameron Munster. The way he performs against good teams, I mean, he's all consistent. He's always good. We know he's consistently good. But against the big teams in the big games, yeah. he is always the best player on the field. Uh, I think the scary thing for the Roosters, I mean, look, they've still got a couple out, but they just couldn't go with them. No. They, they weren't on on Melbourne's level. Melbourne will get better. They get Pappenhausen back. Yeah. People, a lot of people forget that. Nick Manny's doing a great job, but he, he ain't Ryan Pappenhausen. And Big Nelson will change everything. Their forwards, Roosters' forwards couldn't handle Melbourne's. They could not handle them, and, and they paid for it. That's 100% right. I watched the game, and mm. you just get the feeling, what you say is right, they, they're going to get better, but the thing about Melbourne is they won't get worse yeah. because mm. the, the thing that they do very well is just control the ball. They, mm. just, they just starve your possession. They had 60% of the possession, 59, I think, mm. and, uh, and the, uh, the Roosters had 41% of the possession. So obviously 39 of 45 sets completed. The Roosters, 21 of 34. Yeah, you're not you know, it's, winning. Just, it's just the stats. Yeah. You can't beat those stats. And they won't let you improve those stats very much. Well, I'm currently leading the work tipping comp 
I could not believe, just a little humble brag there, could yeah. not believe the amount of people tipping the roosters when it's mm. Melbourne, in Melbourne with Hughes and Munster yeah. together in the halves. And yeah. as we were saying off air, they don't lose together. Yeah, and look, I think people, I mean, the way roosters performed against South Sydney probably speaks to that. They mm. they were strong against, a, you know, in my opinion, I think South's going to be up there, if not take it home this year. I think injury-free South Sydney will be there. And roosters just really out-muscled them. Yeah. They did. They took a big step backwards against Melbourne. They got they got bashed. Look, Victor Radley it did hurt them. They you know conceded two tries, but their discipline not not only in making errors but giving away penalties, missed tackles. It was very unroosters. Unlike what they you know dished up the week before, you couldn't get further opposite them the way they played yeah. against Souths. But you know I wouldn't like to be playing roosters next week. Well, speaking of South, they put half a ton on the Bulldogs mm. yesterday, fifty to sixteen. Didn't look like it in the first twenty minutes. Looked like they were going to go down, and then they just pressed the accelerator. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, a huge game. Latrell Mitchell. I said it earlier. He is on another level. He went beast mode yesterday. It was a big game for him. Again, like Cameron Munster, in the big games he stands up. Mm. He's one fiftieth game. A special moment during the week. He had his father and his brother presenting the jersey, which means a lot to him. And. They're, they're a team that like an arm wrestle, Souths. Mm. Um, you know, obviously the Dogs started well, lacked punch towards the end of the game, but you give South Sydney, like Melbourne, you give them a little bit of a sniff and they will convert it to a try. The scary thing about South Sydney, they score the majority of their tries down the left hand, left edge. You've got uh, Alex Johnson, Cody Walker causing problems out there and Latrell coming out the back. They scored the majority of their tries down the right-hand side yeah. uh, yesterday. Obviously the Dogs... Lost Josh Adokar early in the yeah. game. But as they, soon as he went off, it was like they're playing with 12 men. They can react. And that's that's how you measure a good side. Uh, Ilias is a wonderful contributor. Kicks to corners. But they can also see where they need to be. Like I said, Souths will hit you down the left side. And it's just trying to stop it. It's very hard. But they can adjust their game plan, game management through Ilias, through Damian Cook. Yeah. And they're a real threat this mm. year. Wing, a defence from a... A player on the wing. It's really strategic, isn't it? Where yeah. you position, when you turn, when you slide, all that sort of thing. They seem to be clueless down that side once that car went off. Well, it, it is a big position. I mean, defence, you either make the tackle or you miss it on the wing. You're either saving a try or conceding one. And Josh Adokar, he speaks... I mean, him and Alamotti... Alamotti's a relatively... You know, he's only played a handful of first-grade games, so he's fresh. He then got shifted to the wing. Then they were shuffling him in a, around centre and wing... That is a big issue. He hasn't played there. Mm. Um, not only do you got to drop, drop back, run more meters, have more carries, but defensively, Josh Adokar brings so much to that team. Yeah. You can see yeah. him speaking to his inside half, which is Burton, getting them off the line. They were very passive. And if you backpedal against Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker, you're going to pay for yeah. it. Cody Walker's got like a, a sixth sense for for rugby league. He's a freaky little player. He's a freak, man. It, it, he's, it happens more slowly for him than it happens for other players. He created a try when, you know, basically the, the ball was going out that side. Mm. And the pass he got wasn't great, but he's just got the ability just to tap the ball in the air, yeah. keep his eye on it while he's running at top speed, regather, flick the pass, which I think was a forward pass anyway. Yeah. And we've got to get to that. We will get we've got to, to do that. something about forward, forward passes. passes yes. but, uh, but, you know, he just makes opportunities. Mm. That's right. Um, and very quickly on the Queensland Derby, how good have the Dolphins been for the NRL? Are you going to bring this up? 32 to 22 over the Cowboys. No one gave them a chance last night. I mean, their depth being tested at the moment and they mm. passed with flying colours. Yeah, I think that, you know, teams that are down the bottom of the table now, you, you know, your West Tigers, St. George, could take a lot out of the performance of Redcliffe last night, or the Dolphins, mm. sorry, last night. The way they stick together and build their game on defence and field position 
and basically just competing on every play is I haven't so you know I I didn't have him in my eight. I had him nowhere near my eight. I, no one to did. be honest with you, I had him right down the bottom. I went to their season <laughs> launch. Uh, they had the standoff at the start of the year. I went yeah. there, and I I mean there was belief in the room. But looking around, not seeing a marquee guy, seeing a lot of guys who were fringe players at other other sides. Yeah. When you look at guys like Ray Stone, Marshall King, who has been exceptional, the Hammer, and that was another thing. The Dolphins, you know, three of their best players were former Cowboys players, and you know what it's like. You're playing against your former club. You got your family there. You got your friends you there. Lift. You want to make a statement against the team to let you go. Yeah. They were three of the best last night. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert, the Hammer, and Lemu Lemu. And they're only going to get better. Oh, he's re-signed too, Lemmy. Lemmy. He, they've all re- well, they've years. all they've all got long long contracts at the moment. The best thing about Dolphins is, yeah, they're going to get better, and they're going to be able to recruit a marquee guy. There's good male Jack White is going there. Um, really? So in there, and and the thing with Wayne Bennett is, he'll recruit the person before the player, and that's what they're doing. They all believe in the coach. They're all wonderful people. There's no egos, and they're going to go hard for Whiten. And look, a month ago, six weeks ago, if they tabled a million dollars to Jack Whiten, he wouldn't even flinch. Now, I think it's a real threat. Yeah. They're a real threat again. Well, that says a lot because Raiders have tabled 1.1. Well, they have to. And if he wants to go to the Dolphins, and that says a lot about their culture. Yeah, but if they get close to that, I reckon the Dolphins, he'd have to be thinking. He's been at the Raiders a long time. He's he's not not going anywhere, you know. I think it's human nature to think, oh, if I get nearly the same money, I'll give it a try somewhere else, Mm. you know. And that's what you're battling. But I know why you bring this up. Because you want, I'm going to get the segment going on the next couple of shows. Yes. Statements that haven't aged well. No, you've got a few. Yeah. I've got yeah, yeah. Got, <laughs> what do you got? Well, I said dolphins are a Monty. They're odds on lay down Mazzini. You didn't think they'd win to get game. the wooden spoon. Yeah, West Tigers hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of the West Tigers, we're going to get to that before. Uh, don't worry, uh, you've 11. got a few statements that have an age, and we'll get to them next week. But the Tigers yeah. before eleven and the troubles uh, that have been this week. Uh, right now, it's the Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. A sports update next. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Golf play was suspended uh, during the second round of the Masters due to heavy winds in Augusta that sparked frightening and dangerous scenes. Mm, I was watching when it was actually uh, uh, called off. They, they, it, when they called it off, they. There wasn't much wind, but they knew it was coming, and it came. Well, hearing about the winds, you think, oh, must be nice. Bit of wind. You don't have to play golf. But a tree fell down. Yeah. We, we got the moment that tree fell. Here yeah. you go. Today. Oh, good oh. gracious. Watch out. Oh, my Oh, my God. Lord. Everybody's okay. A big old tree. Holy well, smokes. And it's not so much about the players getting knocked over by the tree. They're out in the fairway. It's the mm. fans. Absolutely. That get squashed by the tree. Uh, everyone was okay, by the way. Yeah. By the way, Tiger. I watched him. Hmm. He was two over when they called playoff. And that's right on the cut line, they think. And poor old Tiger, he was limping. He's just lame. Yeah. You know, you can't play no golf and then come out and say, I'll win the Masters. Tiger's the only one who might be able to do it. And I think it's beyond him now. Oh, absolutely. Um, in the soccer, the Matildas, their World Cup preparation uh, took a step back. One nil loss to Scotland mm. over in London. Is that mm. bad? Yeah. Well, the Scots rank, you're reading now, they rank 23 in the world. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's bad. Not even the top 20 to lose. I mean, look. No, that's bad. I was about to say that. Just a friendly. It's just a friendly. It's not the world. If it happened in the World Cup, it's a problem. 
I, li- I like they go, you know, in front of a holiday crowd of 2,136 <laughs> people. That, but that, that, that's, that's a good crowd for football in this country. Mm, you know I mean? if, that, if that was the A-League, they're wrapped with 2,000 people there. <laughs> well, speaking of the A-League, I've never seen this before. Uh, Melbourne City have defeated Melbourne Victory 2-1, 109 days after, you remember that pitch invasion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I saw the local derby, uh, derby abandoned. Game resumed from where it was halted. So it was a real back to the future moment. It wasn't, Let's just start the match again. It was the 22nd minute. We are back in. Uh, City were leading victory 1-0 and ended up winning. This is my favourite bit. So did the bloke that came out and and put the tip the bucket of whatever it was over, did he have to come out and run off? (laughs) Did they start the whole thing like that? No, they're all in jail. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And speaking of, uh, their captain, City's captain, he got a red card last week, but he was allowed to play this game because it happened in the past. Wow. Right. Okay. I've never seen that before. Well, Do you know what? Well, with time served and 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 no, because he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Um, That's odd. Oh, well, it was like a Back to the Future. It was situation. a real Back to the Future situation. Oh, he hasn't served his ban yet because oh. it happened before the ban. Right, got in his DeLorean. Wow, <laughs> back he went to play Doctor Who. Yeah, got me thinking though. Do over games. Any... Do over games. Yeah. What's a do-over game? Oh, uh, what if you could have your time again? What would you like to oh. relive? Or, Correct. Or, or re, uh, it's not re- a hard do. concept to grasp. <laughs> re- I got do. it in one. Yeah, I, I got it. I got one. <laughs> well, Go on. hang on to it because we want to. Oh. we want to get some some calls. You, you don't want us to do it now? You no, I don't, well, I definitely want yeah. him to do it. I know he's got one. Uh, not me. Well, well I don't know if you'd have one. Since Bo's come in here, no. huh? it's just all Bo love. <laughs> no, it's no. just all Bo love. No. The whole show's Bo love. Yeah. No. no, I didn't talk the entire Masters and uh, and, and, and Rusty. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Yeah. One triple three five three. do over games. What have you got in your life? It can be from your life. It can be maybe your team that you support. Yeah, a child. Yeah. One of your child's <laughs> do you over know? Do over games. Yeah. I think you might be involved in mine. Oh, good. One triple three five three. if you've got one. Definitely want to hear Bo's after this. Definitely bows. Yes. And uh, only bows. Bow love. <laughs> this is bow love. So that's it, Legends, on Sydney's Triple M. The port of call for the big names from every code. Big names. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. That's it, Legends, on Sydney's Triple M. You can call us anytime. Our favourite caller getting $50 to spend at Jimmy Brings. Wonderful for the long weekend. Yes, thank you, Steve Winwood. Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner away today. Bo Ryan filling in. Uh, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin asking you on one triple three five three. What game from your life do you want over? Uh, after in the A League, uh, well, there was that pitch invasion. Uh, uh, weeks ago against mm. Melbourne City and Melbourne Victory. And they and did that over. The game was resumed. Yeah, resumed. Resumed. Not even the, a do-over. Not from the 22nd yeah. minute. They got to do it again. Uh, in your life, Bo Wright, mm. what game do you want over again? Oh, oh, I don't. It doesn't have to be the whole game, just the 79th minute in the 2010 prelim final to get into the grand final. We were playing St. George. I was playing for West Tigers at the time at uh, a core, and we were down by two. And I just remember 79th minute, I remember looking up at the start of the set and it was about, there was about 30 seconds left, yeah. I thought. We had a couple of plays, Keith Galloway made a break, passed it to me, I come down the sideline, uh, the fullback come across and I kicked it. How yeah. many tackles left did you have in that set? Uh, well, there's about three tackles left, but yeah. I thought it was the last oh, play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and went down the sideline and kicked it. I remember looking up and the clock said about, yeah, 20 seconds Ouch. left, and we were in good attacking position. Yeah. And last three weeks ago when I was up at the, up at the Dolphins, I was doing some stuff there for the NRL at training, and then Wayne come over 
Wayne Bennett come over, who was coaching the Dragons. And every time I see him, I've seen him 50 times since 2010. He always shakes my hand and says, thank you for that kick in 2010. That old mongrel. You know what, actually? You know when it all hit me? We we lost on that. It was a Saturday night, I think. And we went out and we played the game lost. Went out on Mad Monday or Mad Saturday, whatever it was. And I knew it hit me when I was getting a cab home in the morning about 7 a.m. Back to Wollongong. I was living in Wollongong at the time. And the uh, Lebanese cab driver pulls up, Dragons fan. And when he thanked me for an hour and a half from Sydney all the way back to Wollongong yeah, that's for the, kicking the ball. That, that at that enough. moment, I knew it was monumental. <laughs> that that yeah. really drove it home. That to you, really drove it yeah. home. That's when never I, going I away. Cab drivers thanking me yeah. for kicking a ball. That's when it hit me. Yeah, do over for you, Rich. Oh, easy for me. But mine's thirty years ago. Yeah, took a horse who was a champion. I'll tell you this now: the horse was a champion. Never reached that sort of height that he should have gone to because of this. We took a horse called Naturalism to Japan for a Japan Cup. Mm. Now, if you think if you think about how how it, that seems like an easy thing to do, just take a horse up there, run it in a race. Mm. Twenty six hours we spent on a plane because the plane got diverted because it was running out of fuel, like literally running out of fuel. We had to go to Manila to go and get more fuel, and then sit on the tarmac there for hours, then go to Hong Kong, then go to Taiwan, and this poor horse had to stand in what is essentially like a, a coffin. It's, you know, a, yeah. just a bay for a mm. horse. Couldn't move, uh, couldn't eat, couldn't drink, really. We could, he wouldn't. Got up there, and to his great credit, he's such a champion little horse. He got colic as soon as he arrived, which is bad. He got over that. His feet started falling apart because he was at the, the end of a preparation, and he, t- he went lame with a sand crack, and he got over that and ran in the race and ran second. Oh. It's just unbelievable. But he, he was a glorious little horse, but he was never the same again. Mm. So hang on, when, when they do fly that far to go over to, you know, mm. obviously Europe and yeah. I mean, Japan shouldn't be flying that far. Yeah, it's only nine hours, nine but hours they had to go the milk run. How do, they normally, how do they normally travel? Well, that's how they travel. They travel in a little uh, thing. It's like a little, you see a little horse float on the road. Mm. They're in one of those half the size of that, and they just have to stand still. They have a strap over their sort of back so that if the mm. plane suddenly drops, they don't come out of the crate. Um, and they just have to stand there. Can and you pay more t- to get them in like a little business area? No, or? there's no <laughs> business class for all. It's well, in cargo- hindsight, probably should have done it. It's, right? a, <laughs> it's on a cargo flight. Yeah. I'm up in the uh, up in the top there, and in these, business. Uh, no, Sorry, they, first. you know the, bub- the bubble that they have at the top of a, a jumbo. These sure. jumbos they use for cargo. They're not having any business or first class, right? It's it's shit house up there, right? <laughs> anyway, mm. pilots halfway through the flight, I smell smoke. I can smell, I can see smoke. Yeah. Right? And I've got panicked and I've sort of gone up into the galley and here's a pilot with a camp burner mm. and a steak on it. <laughs> cooking away. I said, yeah. doesn't that set the alarms off? He said, oh, we disconnected them months ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the, the smoking we do. That's and what the happens horses when, on. When you fly Manila Air, you're not going to. No, no. Uh, nah, no, that's going to happen. I won't mention the airline, but you'll have never heard of it. It was a cargo airline. I cargo can only. They were grilling. on The, the pilot were, was grilling. I can imagine I haven't heard of it. A live flame <laughs> in the galley. So Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Call us anytime. One triple three five three favorite caller. $50 to spend at Jimmy Brings. I know the West Tigers would probably like to do the last 10 years over. We're going to get to the troubles uh, in that club right after this with Bo Ryan on Sydney's Triple M. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, Q105.
hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. That's right, Bo Ryan filling in for Candace Warner today. Are the perfect man to talk about the troubles at the Tigers. It's been nearly a decade yes. of disappointment for the team uh, and fans. It could boil over this Easter Monday with some fans threatening a walkout during their clash against the Eels. Now, I'm mm. very uh, wary of the Tigers' uh, bashing yeah. this week. Um, yeah. It feels a bit fatiguing, but at the same time, warranted? Yeah, look, I'll, I'll make it clear. My heart is with the Tigers. Was and always will be with West mm. Tigers. Um, I still, I mean, I don't have, have any official roles at the yep. club, but I like to go in there every couple of weeks. I pop in and see the team, went to the season launch, went to the first two games at Leichhardt with my family, which was tough. Uh, but I guess the problem, I mean, there are a few problems with West Tigers, obviously, at the moment. Um, winning will change everything. Yeah. This Monday. Now, they did it last year. They were 0-5. The issue a lot of fans have is nothing has sort of changed in the last eight to ten years. Um, I mean, the, rosters have, the roster has mm. and the coaches have. Um, but well, the they've performance had a so- hasn't. Performance hasn't. Yeah. But they've had a soft draw, mate. Yeah. you got to remember that. They, they played... N- Titans at home, Newcastle at home, which was the unlosable game. They had three head knocks uh, early in the game, Newcastle, injuries. Uh, everything went against Newcastle. They still beat them at Leichhardt, which it, we, we, the Australian team wouldn't beat us at Leichhardt back in the day. I mean, Leichhardt yeah. is such a, a holy ground, such a, uh, a fortress. You, you sort of had 10 points on the opposition when you got there. Well, they don't seem to be treating it with that sort of reverence that, these well, that's, days. That's a, that's a huge issue. Then they went into the Dogs, and then obviously they've had Melbourne and Brisbane, who will both be up at the top of the, to- uh, top of the comp later in the year, but they, it's been a relatively soft draw. Hmm. Um, and it, I think the performance is getting worse uh, is, the, is the biggest issue. Now, I read this morning in the Daily Telegraph, Luke Brooks hasn't, you know, had an offer yet from the West Tigers and doesn't know what's happening there. And that that shouldn't even be a conversation. No. Like, let's get real. Luke Brooks is a great player. I watched him come through the juniors. He was in a white-hot under-20s team. A great player. Great halfback. But they signed him on this huge deal uh, with as promised. You know, he was going to take him to the promised land. He was going to be the next big thing. The next Andrew Johns, I was saying. Now, look, he his form has been up and down for the last 10 years. But the last, you know, five weeks... Uh, He's under a lot of pressure. Adam Dewey's under a lot of pressure, and you can see it in their body language. Well, I Brooks has never not been under pressure. That's not, the problem. Well, because everyone knows how much he's getting paid. Yeah. But I have never seen, and I've been around you know, 20 years, I've never seen home team fans turn on a player like their own, like I've seen on Luke Brooks. Mm. And West Tigers fans are quite patient. I'll be honest with you. If this was happening at, at St. George, yeah. mate, the, the, it would be burnt down. The whole, the whole ship would be sinking. Why particularly him? Why have they singled him out? He's well, not the only player not playing probably his best yeah, footy. I mean, look, everyone knows that he's on 1.1 million. I think that doesn't help him. No. Um, because you look at other people that are getting less than that who are putting in good performances. But he was a victim when, you know, managed by Isaac Moses. Obviously, when Tedesco, Moses, Woods all left Tigers in their prime, went on to play for Australia, be three of the best players in the competition – they went trigger happy to, to Brooks and tabled this monster deal to keep him because they couldn't lose everyone. Now, that hasn't worked for the Tigers. They had an opportunity to let him go at the start of the year. Uh, and they, he was, I, I had mail, he was done. He was a done, done deal at Newcastle. 11th hour, they turned it around and said, no, you got Jackson Hastings. Um, that has been a big issue for the club. They have to win on Monday. Right. And Luke Brooks 
he's their leader. He's their, I mean, they've got him in the halves. He's playing halfback, five back. They've shuffled everyone around him. He's been the mainstay. But when you talk about the Tigers, I mean, our last final, I think we played Warriors in 2011 and then 2012 will tip to win the comp and then it all just went basically mm. to shit. They haven't played finals or look like playing finals since. Um, they've went through, gone through half a dozen coaches, if you include, you know, Noddy last year. Their roster has changed. It's been turned upside down. From letting go of James Tedesco, Ado Carr, Papenhausen, Marika Corabetti, Mitch Moses, Fafita Woods, Suli, Leilua, the Jeez. list goes on. And these guys have gone on to the top of their game. That's a premiership. Quality. These guys have played for Australia. Yeah. These guys have, have you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's people there that have Clive Churchill winners. There's people there. They let Papenhausen go and said he wouldn't play first grade. Then offered him 10 times the amount they yeah. let him go for. Mitchell Moses, they, they couldn't sign. Then they offered him 1.25. The one constant has been the board yeah. and the CEO. So what? Ha- so you're saying they have to win on Monday? Well, say they, they don't win on Monday. What they, happens? They have to. Like, yeah, but what says, happens if they don't? Well, everyone says Justin Pascoe and Lee are doing a wonderful job. The chairman well, and the CEO. I now, step in here because Lee Hadjapantelis. I'll put my hand up. He's a friend of mine, and I know he's passionate about it. I know he's putting in hours and hours of unpaid time that you couldn't. You, you just couldn't calculate. And what he's that their was major worth. sponsor as well. And he's a major sponsor. So no one supported that club more than Lee Hadjapantelis has. Now he's the chairman. He'll he'll have to cop an amount of the you know the blame if there is to be any. And Justin Pascoe's been there a long time. Uh, I, I don't know Justin hmm. that well, but you probably do. Yeah, well, mate. I, like on a personal level, I like him. I like them all, and they've been great to me. But if you're looking at it's what's hap- what's happening right now, at the Tigers. The fans are revolting. They're, they're mm. going to say they're protesting. They're about to go into a hard – they've had a soft draw. They're about to go into – they've got Parramatta. They're going into Manly at home. They're going to Penrith. They're going into a really tough draw now at 0-5. The one constant has been the board. I mean, Pascoe's been there for the majority. But they said at the start of the year, Tim Sheens is coming in for two years. Then Benji Marshall take over. It's a five-year plan. Yeah. The fans aren't that patient. No. Because they've gone backwards from last year when they come they were coming last last they came last they got the spoon last year. They've actually gone backwards. Yeah. The year before them that the year before that they were actually worse. Mm. Now they have to win on Monday. If they don't, the pressure that's mounting on the CEO and you add all the stuff up with the jersey debacle and that, that was you know, not the players they've lost and you know, they're now saying they shouldn't let go of Maguire. Ivan Cleary is now the best coach in the tournament. All this has been means if they don't win. And I hope they do. And I've tipped them, but I've tipped them four weeks in a row. Mm. They've hurt me a lot. You're struggling. <laughs> they have to win on Monday. If they don't win on Monday, they're already there with their pitchforks and their yeah. lanterns. If they don't win on Monday, they have. I hope they win. They, they are burning the whole. The, the, the ship will sink. Yeah. Right. So they need to win. For Pasco and Lee's sake, I hope they win. The Deadset Legends on Triple Lamb. You picked the Doncaster winner last week, yes. uh, Richard Friedman. We're going to yes. see if you can pick the Queen Elizabeth winner. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Deadset Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Former Wallaby Tim Horan weighing in on the new look Wallaby side after 11. Uh, some big contracts table to Payne Haas and Nico Hines as mm. well. We'll unpack them uh, right now. A bit of racing, day two of the championship. Championships yes. at Grand Week. You've got yes. one going around, Richard. Well, yeah, got got the, the current favourite, I think, in the Oaks. Which yeah, I'm a little worried about the track. The track they put up as a heavy eight this morning, but it yeah. has been a fine morning. It might improve it. Windy today too. That'll dry that, it out. That helps it. That yes, does indeed. help it.
Uh, that's Pavitra in uh, yes, Pavitra in the Oaks, which is race six. Yes, she's number two. Uh, what tips have you got for us today? Well, you, the big one, the Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, we got the winner of the Doncaster last Saturday. No, you got the winner of the Doncaster. Last I said Saturday. we. I didn't really mean you. No, you meant you, <laughs> <laughs> and you did real well, Mister Brightside. At about five bucks, I think. Yeah, yeah. We said he's a five kilo better horse, and he had to carry five kilos more, so he should be right thereabouts. Yes, he indeed. Was. I reckon it's a two-horse race, the Queen Elizabeth, which is a, a massive race. I think it's $5 million this yeah. year. Um, Animo's the favourite currently at – well, he's actually – he's just looked at this. He's just eased out to second favourite now. Dubai Honour, who's trained by Willi- William Haggis, who's an English trainer. This is a fly-in, fly-out horse. Yeah. He's just come in for this race. He had one previous start here, and he's won it. And, uh, you know, it is a two-horse race. One of those two will win – Animo, I love. You know, I'm his biggest fan. Yeah. He's a champion, mm, Animo. Just think with the wet track, I think he can get beaten by Dubai Honor. Because so. Dubai Honor needed the wet track last start. He yeah. was on good, and he still gapped him by four lengths. Yeah, right? that track was a little softer than good. Okay. We won't, we won't go into okay. that. Tap of the nose. It happens a bit. Yeah, okay. But he is a wet tracker. He does love it. He He will like the wet a lot more than Animo will like it. All right. And I I just think, well, he's into $2.15 favourite now, so a lot of people agree. And you had one in the race before, was it race seven, Gold Trip? Oh, Gold Trip will love, look, the Melbourne Cup winner, he's running in the Sydney Cup. Sydney Cup, yeah. And he'll have to carry plenty of weight this time, but he does love it wet. McDonald on too. Yeah. He will be hard to beat. All right. He's genuine two-miler. So that's Gold Trip in race seven. Your horse, Pavitra, in uh, race no, six. I'm not tipping her. No, but I'm just saying just your saying, horse is yeah, in race six yeah. if you are interested. Yeah. And uh, Dubai Honour uh, in race eight, which is the Queen Elizabeth. Plenty more still to come on the Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Bo Ryan filling in for Candace Warner today. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's happening in sport, it'll get a run here. The greatest happening in sport. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Yeah, Bo Ryan filling in for Candace Warner today. What does Tim Horan, former Wallaby, think of uh, the current Wallabies raiding uh, the NRL for their talent? We'll find out when we ask him that very pointed question uh, in about five minutes' time. Not Uh, a new thing, you know. No, it's not. Been going on for a long time. No, it's Mm. not. And by the way, the rugby league, the NRL as it is now, probably been raiding players for a lot longer from the rugby union. That's it. Um, Now, you weren't here last week, Bo, but I quit the show. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. Yeah. That, fair enough. Why? Uh, why? That's a great question. Well, I had yep. the Perth Scorchers and the uh, ACT Cricket uh, Club looking at me on LinkedIn, and I thought, that's it. This is, you know, I'm just going to give the show away, maybe open the bowling for one of those yeah. teams. Big bashes after me. Yeah. What, you, you're going to get more money at the Scorchers than here? But, or ACT Cricket. Yeah. They're not out of, I assume well, there's a you, tussle for my signi- signature. What, what is ACT Cricket? <laughs> they, they play cricket in, in the... Hey. This in what? The, in the territory. See, uh, you, I'm talking to you, Brendan, now. You yeah. see this as uh, an opportunity coming up. I do. We see it as a problem. Why? Uh, because I'm not here? No. Oh. <laughs> Bo, what sort of bloke checks his LinkedIn, mm. uh, you know, page on a Friday night? Well, you know, there's a couple of types of blokes. <laughs> what sort of bloke well, does what, that? What, what, sort of <laughs> what is LinkedIn? What are you doing? It's but for business it? connections. And I'm glad mm-hmm. I did check my LinkedIn last night, Richard. Why? Because you may have remembered uh, last week we had Socceroos coach, Graham Arnold. Of course you oh, did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I mentioned this to Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Graham, I'm playing out of my skin at the moment at indoor soccer. So I think 2026, I'll be 36, but like I, I can come uh, available. up off the bench and make an impact at least. Lionel Messi was 36. Okay, so he's compared me to Lionel Messi. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, and on. then you cut that because he then he laughed. He, <laughs> it was guffawing yeah. after that, not just laughter. Wait, wait, let's slow it down. You're 20, you're 33. 32. You're 32. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 32. Yeah, yeah. You, look, yeah. you look 
great for 32. <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a hard life. Yeah. Join the club. <laughs> and, and you're at home checking LinkedIn on a Friday. Yeah, night. and you know who checked out my profile last night? Yeah. FIFA. Yeah. FIFA. You know what? It's not Friday night for them where they are. Right? Mm. There's no loser checking in LinkedIn on Friday night there. Well, like, they, what sort of people? Like, I, I have, you know, I've got <laughs> friends from all walks of life, but none of my friends have LinkedIn. No, no. I, I no, don't no, think. But it's, I thought it was what more you, like it was a drug dealer thing or something. For? Always on the hunt. It's a drug dealer. I think they've all it? got one, drug yeah. dealers. You yeah. can just look up drug dealer on LinkedIn, can't you? And the whole list comes up. Well, like a drug it's, dealer. it's you. I'm a soccer player. But it's not, it's not a social media, is it? No, we're social media for business. You're not a soccer player. What business are you running? FIFA, beg to differ. <laughs> what business have you got? So I'm going to have to quit the show. I'll do, I'll do the next hour, but hmm. I'm off. I'm off to play for the soccer. Good call, man. I'm with you. I'll support you. Thanks, man. Man, you've got to stop checking LinkedIn on a Friday night. That's a legend. Come on. Triple M. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Dead Set Legends on Sydney's 104.9. Triple M. Bo Ryan filling in for Candice Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. The Super Rugby season in full swing. Uh, The Wallabies have entered a new era as well, with Eddie Jones assembling his first squad since his reappointment. To unpack it all, joined by former Wallaby himself, Union legend Tim Horan. Good morning, mate. Morning, boys. Uh, nice to be on the show. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for joining us. Um, Eddie Jones, well, he's, he's got control of the Wallabies now. He's put his stamp on it now. He's Since his reappointment, this is the squad that he's named. What did you make of that squad? Yeah, Richard, it was interesting, wasn't it? Um, you know, a squad of 33 players. That's all you can take to Rugby World Cup. So only two halfbacks there at the moment. Um, you know, probably just a couple of omissions. I think you'd be concerned if you're not in the next squad, which will be announced just after Super Rugby season. But at the moment, yeah, I think Eddie wants to have a look at probably about five or six players, talk to them. I mean, they're only going to do two training sessions of 30 minutes each, so it's not really a uh, an area where he wants to see players, you know, do things off the field. It's more about just getting to know some players a bit better, so I was pretty happy with it. James O'Connor, Harry Wilson, a bit stiff not to make the squad? Yeah, um, Harry Wilson, you'd say yes, because, but um, then it goes against you when the Reds aren't winning as many games yeah. as what you'd expect yeah. now. You know, the team environment there, Harry's probably been one of the best players, as has probably Tate McDermott as well for the Reds. He was brilliant last night um, in a losing team against the Brumbies, but I think all those players have got some time, and Eddie Jones would have spoken to them by now. Well, speaking of not winning many, the Waratahs, only one win so far this season. What's going wrong there, Tim? Yeah, tough one for Darren Coleman, isn't it, the coach? He um, had a very good first season and surprised a lot of people, and then they get that second-year syndrome where sides start working out you know, your patterns of play and what you're trying to achieve. And it's a shame because they it was 11 tries last week against the Brumbies in Canberra. It was a brilliant match, and the Waratahs, they had that match to win it, but... Um, um, yeah, unfortunately for all the team, they're, they're struggling at the moment, the Waratahs. They've got something there, but they've got to produce. Tim, mate, what are your thoughts on Eddie and Rugby Australia rating the NRL for talent at the moment? Uh, are you all for it like they did in the early 2000s? <laughs> and if you are, mate, who who would you have your eye on? I saw Cam Murray, Joey Manu, Big Nelson's been earmarked. Who would you like to pinch? Yeah, it's interesting, Bo, isn't it? Um, we're not raiding NRL. We're just getting the players. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just getting the players. We're just getting the players back that started in rugby. Yeah. Ah. So. <laughs> oh, I think that Eddie he just wants to try and get the best Wallaby team that he can. So fans, when fans pack out stadiums for the Wallabies, they go, okay, we've got the best team we can get. Of course, mm. yeah, Joey Mano would be good. Um, Cam Murray's contracted for another few years now. Um, Angus Crichton would be one that I'd be looking at because you know, obviously, he played rugby at school. He was Australian schoolboy captain and he was 
toying with staying in rugby before going to rugby league uh, early in his career. So oh, there's various players there, but also there's a pretty good pathway of players coming through the rugby system as well that we've got to make sure that we can control those ones and, and, and keep as many as we can when they're playing schoolboy rugby. Is it fair to say, though, to, to win a World Cup, you're going to need a forward pack and you cannot recruit a forward pack from the rugby league? Not, not really, no. You, you, if you looked at someone like, as I go back to Angus Crichton, he's probably someone who could play at six in rugby mm. uh, or maybe at eight. But, yeah, traditionally it's very difficult to get a rugby league forward to come across to, to union. They're totally different games in the set piece. But I think when you go back to and have a look at Joseph Suli and, and why, you know, rugby's paid so much money for him, it's, of course, on the field he's one of the best talents going around at the moment and we don't get him for another two years. But it's also the marketing piece as well and what he can, you know, the return on investment mm. off the field as well. All right. Watch all the action from the Super Rugby Pacific with every match streaming ad-free live and on demand on Stan Sport, the home of rugby and where you can catch Tim Horan. Uh, thanks for joining us to, today, Tim. Good on you, Tim. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Loving the show. Legend. Well done. Thank you, Timmy. Um, we might He's unpack- a legend, that man, you know. I love Tim Horan. I used to work yeah. with him up in Brisbane. Yeah. Good fella. Yeah. He doesn't remember me. <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> Of course he doesn't. <laughs> no, why would he? Uh, it's, it's an interesting thing to unpack as well because it is a very attractive prospect uh, going over to rugby, uh, not just the money, but um, dream-wise. We're going to get to some of the uh, players that maybe perhaps should head over or, yeah. or Rugby Australia should be looking There's at. There's quite a list that already have, you know. Uh, the you, list is longer than you think. Yes, and we're going to get to that list right after this on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. With Bo Ryan filling in for Candace Warner today. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. We just uh, caught up with Tim Horan, former Wallaby, um, asked him about the Rugby Australia uh, sort of debate at the moment, what he thinks about Rugby Australia looking at uh, NRL talent and, and jumping ship. Uh, you guys actually had a bit of a list, uh, some of the names they should be looking at in the NRL. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm all for it. Look, I grew up um, watching Tim Oren play, and mm. then obviously the Wallabies have success after that with, you know, Lottie Takiri, Wendell Saylor, Andrew Walker, Matt Rogers. My, in my opinion, I think they need, they need, especially in the outside backs, some rugby league talent. I mean, they've already got Corabetti there. Whether Vunivalu plays or not is up to them, but they need strike. Mm. I would 100% be looking at Joey Marnett. Mm. I mean, a, a guy that can play... Obviously, fullback, center, wing, can play anywhere in the back line. They could put him at 10 if they needed him to be. He's so strong. He is so strong, so powerful, and can pass. Like, he's offloads. I mean, he's a, he's built for rugby. Yeah. Uh, another one is obviously Cam Murray. Grew up playing rugby and yeah. would be a good center. I mean, Rich, you said earlier, forwards are hard to get. Yeah. You and can't look, get him from rugby league. It, it's different. I mean... Oh, I sort of I, I do agree with what you're saying, but I think Nelson would be a great number, probably eight. Well, six. he's kind of he's yeah. huge, and a, and Olakowatu from Manly would cause a lot of problems. Mm. Guys who can offload the ball and who are mobile, but I'm with you. Like your hookers and your props, they're, they're the, a different those build. Those tight five, they're a different. They're going to be hard to re- replace. You, you, the loose three at the back of the scrum, the two breakaways and the yeah. and the lock. But Cam Murray would be a would be a big problem for defence. Yeah. Uh, mm. You know. The, these teams, he obviously plays sometimes on the edge and in the middle uh, in rugby league, plays lock, basically essentially in the middle. But he's footwork, he's offload, he's, he's late footwork, uh, his power and speed, he'd be a great inside centre. A lot more players have gone from rugby league to rugby union than you, you remember. Yeah. I mean, the list here, I've got it in front of me, it can 
includes players like uh, Craig Gower, uh, Craig Wing, Sonny Bill Williams, of course, played mm. for the All Blacks. Uh, Andrew Walker for Australia was fantastic. Brad Thorne. Oh, what a player, Brad Thorne. Yeah. Yes. Jewel. Just swapped codes at will. Yeah. Tamana Tahu, Wend- Wendell Saylor, Matt Rogers. That was the golden era. When they had them. And right. Lottie Dakiri, of course. You know, they, they've had some great players. I think it's worked largely well for them. There have been other players like who haven't quite made the grade. But, but who, well, who would you sign? Who, what are you, Brenda? Who, who, yeah. Rich, who, who well, would you like? I, I mean, outside backs make sense. Mm. Uh, well, I like Manu. I like what you said. I yeah. think I think that's a that's a great I think idea, play, I think players like you know opportunistic players like Ponga and that who who you know at, at, on the wings or at fullback would yeah. be bloody good players. But that, well, that's the issue. We spoke about it before we come on air. They they don't have a window. Of, the, the window is tiny of who they can sign because you guys like your Nathan Cleary, Latrell Mitchell, Kalen Ponga, Cody Walker. These guys have got three, four, five year deals. Mm, yeah. They are not. On the table. That, that wasn't the case, I don't think, when they were buying it before. It wasn't. These guys had two, three-year deal max, um, and they planned 18 months to 24 months out. So if they need, if they want to sign someone, they like Joey Manu, they have to be in talks to re-sign Joey Manu now, the Roosters. They have to be tabling offers literally as we speak. Well, to uh, Katoa of the Dolphins, he said it's his dream. It's not the Wallabies, but he said it's his dream to play for the All Blacks. So yeah. that's who you're targeting, someone yeah. who's shown interest, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it has to happen sooner rather than later. I think Eddie's the man for the job. You look, it's a, it's tough. You know, you never – former rugby league player, I don't want to see guys leave the code. No. But if they are going to go to rugby union, it at least makes it more watchable for me. Very quickly, a couple of uh, men staying within the code. Nico Hines has oh, been handed wow. the most lucrative contract yeah. in club history, a $7 million deal. He'll remain at the club until the end of 2029. That is some great business. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the money was that high. I mean, I'm good mates with Nico and speak closely to a lot of guys at the Sharks. I mean, he deserves every every penny. I think it's more of a $6 million deal over five years. Okay, um, just six. But he's a guy... <laughs> But yeah, but he's a really guy. Nothing. He's a guy. I mean, I obviously do a lot with the rugby league. And, yeah. you know, I'm proud rugby league. Used to play rugby league, obviously growing up, and then playing in the NRL. I'm very proud of what I've done. And if I want to, uh, someone to represent our game, you know, as a face of it, Nico Hines is someone I want to introduce my wife to, my kids to. He's someone who really the game can hang their hat on. Yeah. He is a guy, obviously, not only Dalian medal winner and best player in the game, but how he carries himself off the field. He is the truth, Nico yeah. Hines. Yeah. I've never seen – I mean, I wasn't here when ET was here, obviously coming through, but I have never – I live in Cronulla, and I've never seen someone so popular. That's right. I mean, played with Benji in his prime, played with Gal. I have never seen someone who has consumed an area so much like Nico Hines, and he deserves every Seems cent. to be the master key for that team as well, because without him in the first few rounds, you know. Oh, well, look, it's what he brings off the field as well. But, I mean, on the field – We've seen their record without him. He is the difference, but they've thrown all the eggs in the basket. They've essentially signed their back five now to long-term deals, Cronulla. Mm. A lot of their forwards are re-signed. I think Royce Hunt's the only one negotiating. They have put all their eggs in this basket to say, this is the team that's going to win a competition for us in the next three to five years. So let's see if it unfolds. And very, very quickly, Payne Haas negotiating a new deal. It's being reported a contract uh, extension worth more than a million dollars a season, which will make him the highest paid Bronco yeah. uh, of all time. On paper. Yeah. On paper. <laughs> On paper. Yeah, you're right. They were getting that. Many years Mate, Payne Haas, look, he, I said it, we were watching the game the other night when they were playing, and he is in cheat mode on PlayStation. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? When you double tap X for the power. Yeah. It's what? like a man playing amongst little boys. That's right. And he's still only, what, early 23? Yeah. 23? Real early. Uh, he deserves every cent too because if you watch Brisbane, he will start the game very strongly. He comes off and that's where they lose a bit of momentum. His second stint when he comes on is as good as, as anyone in the competition. And uh, Will that sort of player be able to play 80 minutes on I, that sort of I, th- I think he, he could play 80 minutes. I wouldn't play him 80 minutes though right. because you take him off for that – they take him off at about the 35th minute, give him five minutes before half time. Then he's had the 10 minutes break. Then he comes off 10 minutes into the second half. That little half an hour window he gets, 25 minute window, his second stint is as good as his first. So I think you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, yep. leaving him out there. But he is, uh, he is unbelievable, mate. He's the best front rower in the world. Dynamic, uh, that's for sure. That's your sports update. And Candice's quiz is next. Richard's uh, quiz master today. Uh, Aussie Rock at its most blistering best. It's the Screaming Jets. They're back on their summer tour. Rock the Vault. Uh, ScreamingJetsOfficial.com. Well, it can't be the summer tour because it's autumn. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Bo Ryan filling in for Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. All thanks to Bendix Breaks. Time to chat all things motorsport with this man. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Yeah, our great mate Greg Rust. Uh, the Rusty's Garage podcast you can grab on the listener app. Uh, plenty to unpack with you, Rusty, after an enormous uh, Grand Prix last weekend. Morning, mates. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Rusty, a record crew. Crowd 444,000 people over the four days of the event, but some idiots spoiled it for everyone else at the track with an invasion at the end, mate. This was just stupidity of the highest order. Madness. So, so dangerous with cars still on the track. They approached one of the cars that was sort of stricken on the side of the road, and because they regenerate um, so much energy now, the electricity in them can be so dangerous if it's not discharged properly. So... I'm told they're going to try and use facial recognition technology, at least that's what I believe, to identify those that were the early perpetrators that kind of started the wave. So if that's you and you're listening to this, you're in a world of trouble. They're going to be big fines for that if they can track you down. In other codes, as you guys know, there are life bans for this sort of thing that, that regularly happen. And I reckon that's the kind of message we need to be sending because the bulk of the people at the end wanted and were doing the right thing, and they want to be able to enjoy that celebration around the podium. Imagine if, in the wake of the inquiry into this, that sort of thing gets banned. So, understandably, the international governing body has asked for a serious please explain. Um, there's a pretty detailed review of things happening at the moment. One of the caps I wear at the event, the many caps that I do, is... Um, voiceovers for uh, big screen and and PA-based safety announcements. And we could not have made it any clearer. We played them ad nauseum over the weekend about not doing this stuff. So I just hope they don't spoil it for everyone else. Rusty, hard to watch Dan Ricciardo. He looked like a spare tyre on the pit wall. He wasn't racing in it. And it was a bit of a Bradbury moment for Oscar Piastri getting his first points. They just all crashed in front of him, didn't they? Probably is a bit hard to watch, um, to your first part of your question, to watch Dan on the pit wall. But uh, when the TV cut to him, the roar from the crowd was enormous. You could We could hear it quite a distance away. So he is still a hugely popular figure. And, and the questions around this about being perched there and does it feel awkward and so on, 
He's given the strongest indication yet that he wants to be back behind the wheel in 2024. Um, We don't know where that will be yet, but he's clearly far from done. And I reckon that's a good thing. He's still got something to offer uh, Formula One um, beyond just being a, a popular figure. No, it wasn't a Bradbury moment for Oscar Piastri. You can argue that all, all you want. Um, the, what's different is he showed immense composure, as a colleague of mine reflected on the, the podcast this week, throughout the restarts, the early part of the race and so on. He made great choices. When there was drama unfolding in front of him, yes, he was there at the end, um, but it's but it's three long days there and for him to be able to get his first points in the sport at home I reckon is an immense launch pad for for Oscar Piastri's F1 career on your Rusty we'll catch you next week Uh, very happy Easter to you thanks guys happy Easter to you and your family too cheers Greg Russ there all thanks to Bendix Brakes put your foot down with confidence Easter is a time for reflection for peace for Richard Friedman it's a time for anger his list of grievances right after this on Sydney's Triple M Dead Set Legends Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. If you missed any of it, you can catch up on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. Bo Ryan's been filling in for Candace Warner today. Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Time to hear what's been pissing Richard off this week. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's list of grievances. It's just adding to the ever-growing list of grievances. I've been watching quite a bit of rugby league this week yeah. and enjoying it. Except mm. you never hear anything from any of the players. Can't get them. It's like the show. We ring up. Oh, you're going to get a player mm. before the match. Oh, no, they, they don't talk. Mm. It, 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 this is wrong. This mm. is wrong. Why can't they talk? You could see a V8 supercar driver. He'll be in the race talking to the media. You see a jockey. He'll be walking in on a 500-kilo wild animal into a barrier stall, Mm. and he'll be talking to the media. Go off, son. Go off. Go off, mate. (laughs) It's what he does. It's cathartic, right? It is. I'm feeling better already. Mm. Why is it, Bo, that you ask a rugby league player, a rugby union player, an AFL player, you want to talk before the match? No, no, they can't do that. They can't talk to anybody. Too precious, mm. too delicate. They don't have to, yeah. They don't really. <laughs> rugby league players have got a lot of time on their hands. A lot yeah. of time yeah, on their hands. Yeah, it's not like they're busy. No, but they're flat out doing nothing. They're flat out doing <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah. You know what you need? This is, I've got a couple of rugby league mates. If I knew this info, I would have, we would have, you know, worked something out because I've got some friends. You've got to have, you know, a photo or a video or some sort of. To hold against you. That's right. Blackmail. Is what your well, no, blackmail well, is? What no. Extortion. Extortion. No, 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 that, no that's, that's a that's the legal term for it. Right. Right. What do you call it? Oh, it's just more like a. It's like a he said, she said. You know, remember this night we were there, yeah. and yeah. it's it's blackmail. <laughs> it's just full it's blind. straight up. It's, it's full straight blind. up extortion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to extort the people, right? And you'll get what you want. There and you I've go. got some good videos of you name them. I've really? Got them. I got them. Yeah. Can we see? You want to talk to Benji Marshall? Nah. <laughs> You want to talk to see, Robbie Farr? See, see if they mates are yours. I hope so. I <laughs> no, really do. Used to yeah. be. Yeah. Well, they'll be on the show next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ryan, well, thank you. For see, the... now we've is contributed your... something to society here. Is... This is how it's done. Is... And we're not doing it properly. Is it's that illegal. your only grievance? <laughs> well, no. No, no, no. But we'd be here all day, Bo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I, I chounded them the other day because it's on a, a spreadsheet. Mm. There's 594 of them now. Why? Because I keep a record. You catalogue your grievances. I do. <laughs> 
What a sad life. Bo Ryan, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us this week. Yeah, yeah. He's got the sad life. You're checking FIFA. FIFA have looked at your, <laughs> yeah, yeah. your views on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn yeah, yeah. Yeah. grievances. Yeah. None of us are going well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only in one hour parking. <laughs> Off your trot. Wonderful to, to have you in, Bo Ryan. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me, mate. The port of call for the big names from every code. Big names. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin.